the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, Columbus, 94.5 FM, Dayton. Today is Friday, May 12th, and as my friend Bob France would say, the year of our Lord, 2023. Tomorrow's my dad's birthday, May 13th. Happy birthday, Dad. Thanks for being an amazing man and a role model father. By the way, I'm Jack Windsor, founding editor of the Ohio Press Network. You can check us out at theohiopressnetwork.com. And I'm filling in for the Bruce Hooley. It's an honor to be here in the chair behind the microphone. Jeff Murtall is with me there behind the glass producing, keeping me on track, which you may not know, but that's, that's quite a tall order. Uh, as is Alan Rogers. Thank you, gentlemen. We have quite a lineup today, but one quick programming note. Uh, we originally had Congressman James Comey scheduled for 1122 to discuss his oversight committee's investigation into the international business dealings that committee Republicans claim resulted in the funneling per bank records of millions of dollars to members of the Biden family, James, Halley, Hunter, from associates connected to allegedly shady characters in Romania and China, all while, not all, but largely while Joe Biden was vice president, at least the 15 or 16 uh, cash payments from Romania, according to the press conference. But Comey's spokesperson uh, let me know that a House voting session was canceled today, and Congressman Comey is catching an early flight to get home and see his son's baseball game. So uh, to his son, I hope you knock it out of the park. Congressman Comey will get you booked again soon. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost will join us at 1150, and he may weigh in on Ohio Senate Joint Resolution 2 and the pending August election, although the fact is there may be a lawsuit coming, so he may be hampered a little bit in what he can discuss. Mainly, we'll talk about the shocking discovery of rainbow fentanyl in Ohio, uh, actually here in Columbus, a, a deadly drug packaged to appeal to kids and drive addiction and create money for cartels and dealers. Now, in the second hour, we'll start with Ohio's top election official, Secretary of State Frank LaRose, checking in on what he will have to consider when he examines Ohio Senate Joint Resolution 2, the measure that calls, again, for 60% approval to amend the state constitution and the request by Ohio lawmakers to hold an August special election. Now, the name Jessica Tapia may ring a bell with you. She's the teacher in California who says she was fired for refusing to go along with Jerupa Unified School District policy that employed... uh, the tactic of not telling parents uh, that their kids may be using a gender pronoun different than their biological birth. Well, this violated Jessica's deeply held religious beliefs, she says, and uh, but not going along got her fired. So we're going to talk to her about that and the federal lawsuit she's filed against the district. Now, 
Yesterday, we talked to state reps Brian Stewart, Ron Ferguson, Derek Marin, who favor what the Ohio House did on Wednesday, again, passing that Senate Joint Resolution 2 that will put before voters the choice to keep citizen-initiated amendments at a 50% plus one requirement or to increase the threshold to 60% and to put the issue before voters this August. Now, today, we're going to hear a counter-argument to requiring a 60% vote to amend the Constitution. And that position will be conveyed by someone I've known for a few years now. He's vice president of American Policy Roundtable and a regular guest on the Public Square radio broadcast. And he fills in for our mutual friend, Bob France, uh, an SRN affiliate in Cleveland. And he is Rob Walgate. Jack, how are you, brother? Rob, I thought I'd make you feel at home, man. Bob does that with me. So uh, I know that we're going to get into some interesting conversation. Uh, I'm doing great. First of all, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, happy to do it, as always. So uh, listen, first things first, man. Um, What's your favorite band of all time? My favorite band of all time? What a great question. Well, there's two that I've seen live probably more than any, and this may surprise some folks. I've probably seen Aerosmith, and I know they're coming back out on tour. I've seen Aerosmith live as as much as I've seen anyone in Eric Church. I've seen Eric Church and his crew live as much as I've seen anyone. So those, that, those would probably be the two. But if you, if you got on my uh, phone right now and looked through my iTunes or look through my serious uh, where I'm always bouncing around, I mean, it's everywhere from gospel to – the 70s rock so it's an eclectic list i dig that man i'm i'm really similar to you in that regard and by the way quick side note um my wife whitney and i we love watching american pickers and we just watched uh the couple of episodes where they found the original aerosmith touring vw bus slash van and uh the band paid them to restore it what a cool thing man aerosmith very cool yeah, cool. good stuff. Okay, man, now down to business. Uh, you testified against the concept of raising the bar on a constitutional amendment, uh, specifically citizen-initiated amendments. Let's start there. Um, outline for our listeners why you think that may be a bad idea. I think it may be a bad idea because when you read the Constitution and it talks about where the power comes from, it comes from we the people. And giving the people that power and having access to the Constitution, the way we're fortunate enough to have it in the state of Ohio. A lot of people say that, well, it's too easy to amend the state Constitution in Ohio. Well, it's a process, and that process includes getting 400 and some odd thousand valid signatures, um, going out in the rain, the sleet, the snow, and any other weather you may face in Cleveland. You have to do it in 44 of the 88 counties to get 5%. Anyone that's done it hasn't said it's an easy process. So, um, by raising the bar to 60%, you're going to shut the people out of the process. They're not going to be able to afford to take part in that process, and all the power is going to be left for lawmakers. And the only thing you're going to see is joint resolutions that come to the ballot um, in the form of constitutional amendments. So that's an interesting idea, right? And so you're kind of taking the idea – and by the way, I'm just thinking out loud with you, so um, pardon me if I go off the rails here a little bit. Um, what I think I'm hearing you say is, listen – the, the opposite side says that it's it's too easy for 
out-of-town people to come in with money and marketing messages and basically hijack the Constitution. But what I'm hearing you say is that that 50% is intended for, quote, we the people, and it is still a pretty high mountain to climb. 400,000 signatures in 44 counties, 5% of uh, voters who uh, voted in the last uh, gubernatorial election, I believe. How do you account for the number of amendments, though? And I, I don't – I'm going from memory. I think Representative okay. Stewart said yesterday there is something like 192 versus what there are at the federal level. Uh, does that concern you at all? Well, I would say the majority of those come joint resolution from the legislature, so I don't think they're presenting the entire case. 19 of 71, 71 citizen-initiated constitutional amendments have been proposed. 19 of those have passed in a 111-year history of the process. So do you think 19 out of 71 is too many in 111 years? Ohioans have rejected that many. The folks are saying they want Ohioans to have a say and they trust Ohioans. Here's the bottom line. The lawmakers don't trust Ohioans. If they trusted Ohioans, they would leave it at 50%. There's a reason that we've seen hypocritical actions from the Republicans over the last four months. Jack, you and I both watched the House session on Wednesday, correct? Yes. And we heard Democrats read Republican testimony regarding August elections from four months ago. And then here we are today with Republicans supporting August elections and going against their exact words. They can give all the excuses in the world. They can say whatever they want. But you and I and Ohioans know the truth of the matter. And that's why I just kind of shake my head and say, I don't think they understood what they they were bargaining for. And listen, let's 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 be clear. The issue of life is one that has been tied to the 60 percent constitutional amendment. Well, the American Policy Roundtable is a pro-life organization. We believe in the protection of innocent life. Our track record's clear on that when you look back all the way to 1980. What, I can't, what we can't understand is why, with this abortion amendment, that, that language wasn't attacked. Why not say, hey, let's go after that amendment because 51% of Ohioans plus more will reject that amendment rather than trying to change the rules and have an August election that you alluded to the fact the lawsuit may be coming. A joint resolution can't create an election date, and all our elected officials know that. So they're just trying to buy time. It's an interesting discussion. It's an interesting argument, because what I think I hear you say is that we need to trust Ohioans. We need to understand that, yes, money may be poured in, marketing messages may be crafted, that we have to believe in the inherent wisdom of the electorate to make the right choice. Well, Rob, that's a really really good argument and i'm grateful that you came on to talk to us about it and i have a feeling uh this won't be the last time that you and i talk about it thanks for coming on today i hope you have a super fantastic weekend and uh let's do it again soon okay thanks for having me jack there's plenty more to say and i know it's going to be a much longer discussion and debate as we move towards august all right on the other side of this break uh we'll talk to you Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, filling in for Bruce Hooley. It's Friday, May 12th, and uh, what does that mean? It means that last night, Title 42 expired, 
And uh, here's just a, a really important reminder for you. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. He's learned about roaches. He's learned about hairy legs. He's learned about kids jumping on his lap. Um, But he hasn't learned how to shore up the southern border. Uh, In fact, his administration is telling Americans to prepare for a chaotic period at the southern border um, as the country faces potentially historic uh, migrant surges in the days ahead. And uh, how do we plan to cope with that? We'll see. But instead of going into that, uh, I have a caller on the line who uh, I'm grateful called up. He's a state representative, and we're going to talk to him on the heels of a great discussion with um, Rob Walgate. And he is state representative Scott Wiggum. He's a republic Republican from Worcester. Uh, Representative Wiggum, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show again. How are you today, man? I'm doing well, Jack. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Hey, absolutely. So uh, I, I put you on the spot here real quick. Did you have a chance to listen to Rob talk uh, on air um, about his opinion? No, no. I, I, I started in with the Title 42 segment. So, okay. In uh, the hairy legs. Okay. Got it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's, the free, that's, that's the leader of the free world right there. Uh, you got to be right. proud, right? Um, oh, boy. So let me just uh, let me recap, if I may, and I hope I do him justice. Um, you know, we heard from Rob and I've heard from Rob. You've probably listened to Rob on uh, Bob's show up in Cleveland. And yeah. uh, by all accounts, he's, you know, he's conservative striping, cares about the, the life issue. But what I'm hearing him say is that uh, only uh, 19 of 71 citizen initiated amendments have passed and the rest of them have been done by essentially the legislature, and that um, there are two issues now. Number one, this is kind of taking the bat out of the hands of the electorate, and and uh, I think I can probably almost guess your response to that. And then, so that's number one, does it take the bat out of the hands? And then I guess um, I'll hold off on the second part. I'll just, I'll pause there. Uh, how do you How do you feel or think about that? Thought process. Uh, no, and I, I have I have thought about this and actually had talk, spoken to some of our caucus members about uh, Walgate's opinion on this. And the fact of the matter is, he would never ever want the United States Constitution to be as easily changed and manipulated as the, the uh, state of Ohio's Constitution. He would not want that. He would never wish that on the United States Constitution. So, if if that's the case, meaning your your Second Amendment rights, you know, Article 19, women's right to vote. Uh, of all those things are subject to 51 percent. If you get 25, if you get 25 states to put in signatures, he would never be for that. And my point is, is that we need to have a constitution which is the basic fundamental rights, okay, of citizens. That when you are going to change it, you better have a, you know, super majority. I actually think it should be more than 60 percent, but that's fine. Uh, we are looking at 60 percent, and I think that's good, and that's a positive way forward. I think sometimes uh, Rob Walgate and the others think, well, we we still want to have a chance to change our Constitution for the better. 
Um, it was Rob, it was Rob Walgate and um, and his organization that got firmly beat, okay, by the constitutional amendment um, to put gambling in the state's constitution, which put monopolies in the state's constitution, and we had to come back as a legislature. Now I wasn't there, but put something on the on the ballot so people would not put monopolies in the Ohio Constitution. So I know that he feels like, well, he wants to change things. Well, change, well let's change things at 60% plus one instead of 50% plus one. Let's include all counties and not just the biggest 25. You know, I'm going to talk later in the show about some comments that uh, GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy made yesterday um, that caused quite a stir with respect to voting. Uh, but in the press release, he talks about the fact that it would require a constitutional amendment. And I think it's a good civics reminder that it takes two thirds, uh, almost 67 percent to pass Congress and then another three, three fourths. So 75 percent of the states have to ratify that amendment. So I hear you at 60 percent that that's not necessarily a high threshold. Um, let's see. I'm looking at the time here. We've got a couple minutes. Let me ask you this question. And I, I want to be careful and sensitive because I, I understand there may be lawsuits coming. Does a joint resolution in your mind uh, have the authority to establish an August election? I think that's one of the arguments we're going to hear from the left and Rob and others um, that are contesting. Uh, yes, it does. And the, the Constitution uh, specifically states it, specifically states that when the, uh, when the, uh, um, the, state, the legislature is putting forward a ballot initiative, it can set the time and date. Pretty clear cut to hear you say that. Um, yeah, that's yeah good. It, it does it. Now I I need to get that. I just read it, uh, in fact, yesterday. But I don't have uh, it. It. So what I need to do is call back and or just send you the send you the text. So it's 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 very clear. It's right. very clear. In fact, it was it was the original, uh, it was the original pathway when we were first looking at this that we were that we were going to uh, going to put forward. Uh, there's actually not just a, it's not just stated in the Constitution. There's also been a um, there's also already been a lawsuit on an original ballot from, I think, the 50s or 40s, um, it's several, you know, 60, 70 years ago. So there's legal uh, precedent the there. Court. Yep. Yes, there's precedent. All right. So we've got 15 seconds. Uh, will Senate joint resolution, will, will the voters approve it? Yes or no? And why? Uh, yes, they will, okay. because I think they see what's coming down the pike uh, with the lies um, about what the the left is trying to put into the Constitution. They can't win elections, and therefore they're going to lie to the public about what is it, what is coming forward, and that's the point I think people are going to be understanding. And so I think this will pass. Um, I think uh, the polling is pretty high on it already, and um, that's my prediction. All right. He is State Representative Scott Wiggum. He's a Republican from Worcester, Ohio, and he's a friend of the show. Scott, thanks for making time for us this morning. We appreciate it, sir. Thanks for having me on. All right. Back after the break. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.